So is there good news on the Odell Beckham front? If you speak Sean McVay, there is. That's next on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Thanks for making us a part of what you do, your team, every single day. Make sure you click that subscribe button right there in your podcast feed. And while you're doing that, why don't you make sure you go check us out on YouTube as well, Locked on Rams on YouTube. My name is Travis Rogers. I not only host Locked on Rams, I'm also the Rams pregame and postgame host on their flagship station, ESPN 710, right here in Los Angeles. Was a part of it since they came back in 2016, and it has been quite a ride along the way. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so let's get into this, right? Most of the stuff is done, right? Most of the stuff, the free agency, the draft, the combine, there's still some players out there, but most of these teams have a pretty good idea of what they're going to be looking at once you get into camp. We're going to start with that in just one second. I also want to talk about Sean McVay talking about his early retirement. That's coming up a little bit later on. And some absolutely unbelievable power rankings that are out there, not not just where the Rams are. The Rams are obviously very high as the defending champs, but the teams that they're going to have to go up and play against and where they land, just an absolute meat grinder of a schedule that's coming up in just a bit, but the roster and what the Rams have to do and what they might be able to still do. And some players that might still be out there. And of course the big name uh, that the Rams were able to go get last year. And that I think that they would very much like to have this year is Odell Beckham jr. Odell came over from Cleveland and it was his choice, right? He decided that the Rams or should, excuse me, the Browns were going to release him and then he could decide to go where he wanted to go. He ultimately decided to come here to Los Angeles to join the Rams. And it's funny, on my radio show, I host uh, uh, Travis and Sliwa on ESPN LA 710, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You should check that out, too. We were kind of goofing around with some of the things that we've gotten wrong over the last year or so. We had some, you know, some audio evidence of all the things that we got dead wrong along the way. Well, mine was when Odell decided he was going to sign with the Rams, I said something along the lines of, and this is, this is pretty close, which was, I don't know if the Rams need him. I don't know if he's still a difference maker of an NFL player. I don't know if he's one of the best wide receivers in football. It'd been a long time. It'd been a couple of years. And keep in mind, the the timing of it all, they still had Robert Woods. They had Cooper Cup. And Van Jefferson was playing pretty good football and everything else. It was not a position that you thought that the Rams were necessarily going to jump on. Well, they did. And I was wrong. And Odell was absolutely fantastic for them. So he comes over and almost immediately makes a positive impact and and what i think was most encouraging and certainly by the time you got into the postseason and and the super bowl uh, in particular odell was a little bit better week to week right he made this debut against the 49ers on that monday night game he only they only threw the ball once or twice really but he'd been there 10 minutes you know whatever next game a little bit better after that and then a little bit better after that And by the time he was kind of aware just generally speaking what the offense was doing he was a big factor he was on his way to putting together an MVP caliber performance in the Super Bowl. That's how good of a player he was. So he gets hurt 
which throws kind of a monkey wrench in anything. I think if Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't get hurt, I think a whole bunch of things happen. Number one, I think Robert Woods might still be here. I don't know if they go get Allen Robinson along the way. And I think that he's probably back and he's not on free agency. But, of course, he does get hurt. And that complicates things for the Rams. It complicates things for Odell, trying to figure out whether or not he's going to come back. Now, for a couple of months now, free agency has been open and no one has made him a deal that he accepted. So let's listen to something that Sean McVay said. Okay. He was on the Rich Eisen show and he said, Oh, of course I really want Odell back on our team. He's a guy that in a short amount of time, we were able to develop a really special relationship. I thought he brought a great spark to our team. I do too. I thought that he played really well. He's a great teammate. We all know what a charisma and a presence that he has. He is a truly great teammate made us so many impactful plays. It was a shame to see him go down in that game, but man, we, he sure made an impact with those two catches that he did have, without a doubt, want Odell back here. That's the goal, continuing to work toward a solution of him re-signing with the Rams. Okay. Been around Sean McVay a lot. I've talked to Sean McVay a handful of times. I have listened to just about every press conference that he has ever delivered. Here, listen to him answer questions when he's asked them by reporters. To me, that sounds like Sean McVay thinks that he's going to get Odell Beckham back. Now, nothing's done until it's done, right? That's the rule number one in spoil anything else, really. Until it's done, it's not done. When Sean McVay talks about things like this, they usually come true. If he's saying they're working towards finding a way to get him to come back, they're working for ways to find him back on this team. The Rams have a lot of leverage in this situation. They don't have to have him. They know that they probably have the most desirable destination for him. Everybody's playing a little bit of poker. The Rams want the best possible price, and Odell is negotiating his best possible price. They're going to figure it out. If 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 this were truly something where it felt like a standoff, I don't think you're going to get that line from Sean McVay. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, but I think it would have been, look, we, we've done what we can. We've reached out to Odell. We've gone as far as we can, but we'll see what happens moving forward. But, you know, the ball's kind of in his court. Nobody's saying that. Odell's not saying that the Rams aren't saying that they're both saying we want to get back together. We want to go on another date, but we just got to find a time that works for both of us. Now there's risk because if somebody that does need wide receiver, maybe a little bit more than the Rams do sees him, have one of their own guys go down and you jump on that, then maybe you, you wind up losing. But I think that's where the Rams are. They're comfortable taking that risk. If it happens, Hey, it happens. And then the question comes in too. He's not going to be able to play till around Thanksgiving, give or take that knee injury is, you know, not quite a year, but the better part of a year. So when he comes back, does he want to go learn another offense? Probably not. Does he want to go figure out a, a relationship with another quarterback, another head coach, another offensive coordinator? Probably not. Or you could drop back into the place where you just became a Super Bowl champion. You were an integral part of what they were doing. The staff seems to like you. The quarterback is a, is, is a high-quality player. You've got another transcendent wide receiver on the other side of the field that's going to mean that, worst-case scenario, you're getting doubled very infrequently. Sounds like a pretty good setup. And if you listen to Sean McVay, Sean McVay does not say things like that. When he kind of drops a hint here or there, it usually ends up coming true. I would not be surprised at all to find out if the Rams did something with Odell in the not-too-distant future because that's something that you, he mentions it, he being Sean McVay, and then it gets done very shortly thereafter. So cross your fingers because I think they could use him. I think it takes him to a whole nother level. And again, it's it's a nice insurance policy with Allen Robinson and everyone else that's going on. It's a very good way to do it. Okay, coming up next, I want to talk about some power rankings that came out and just how difficult that Los Angeles Rams schedule is. We know it's hard. We know it's number one. But did you know it's this hard? That's coming up next.
But not before we talk about our partners at Bet Online because they continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting and sports information needs. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, even next season's NFL futures. And just saying, I was poking around looking at some PGA Championship odds, a little golf odds along the way, maybe a little Tiger. You know, if you're if you're a Tiger guy, maybe you're looking Scotty Shuffler going again. Anyway, it's all there, right? Everything you need is at Bet Online, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we know how it goes, right? The draft goes by, free agency goes by, all these benchmarks in the NFL go by. And everybody likes to say, okay, this team's the best team. Well, now that we know that this draft has happened or this free agency player has been signed and it's constantly being reshuffled. So now that the schedule is out, which is the next uh, benchmark of the season, um, power rankings are starting to come out. And and not a huge surprise that the Rams are near the top, right? They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They have the best wide receiver in football. They have the best defensive player in football. They have the best defensive back in football. And they've got a quarterback that just showed he's got what it takes to, to win in the most hostile environments under the most extreme pressure. You've got one of the, the, the best and brightest head coaches in the league. So that the Rams are high, not a huge surprise. That when you win the Super Bowl, you get a very challenging schedule. Not a huge surprise. These are things that, that go together, right? That if you do really well, the road that they give you the next year in the NFL is a little more challenging. And if you do poorly, you drop down, you play a fourth-place schedule, a third-place schedule. The Rams have a Super Bowl-caliber schedule going on. That being said, I don't know if everybody fully understands just how arduous this schedule is about to be. We know it's the number one schedule in football based on previous year's winning percentage, but let's just go through this. ESPN has their power rankings out, and I just want to kind of go through the top 10 very quickly, okay? Number one are the Buffalo Bills. Not a bad choice, right? I think that that it makes a lot of sense. If you're a football fan, you think the team coming in this year, Buffalo could be the team to beat? Sure, okay? Here's my point. The Rams open the season with the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, number one. Number two is the Rams, okay? So remember, we're two in. The Rams have played, well, one in, really, because we've only, the Rams are one of them. They're one for one. Number three, Tampa. The Rams will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. So they play two of two. Number four seed, um, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs, who they will play on the road. So they have played the one, the three, and the four. So you're thinking, oh, maybe they'll get a break. No, wrong. They play the number five seed as well. Green Bay is the number five seed in ESPN's power ranking. So of the top five, they will play four of those teams. And the only reason they're not five out of five is because they are the second ranked team. Number six, Cincinnati. They catch a little bit of a break. They do not play against Cincinnati. However, we do know that they've scheduled some preseason practices with the Cincinnati Bengals, so they're going to get another very good look at another very good team. Number seven, the Los Angeles Chargers. They will play the Los Angeles Chargers towards the end of the season. The Rams will be the road team in that particular situation because they share the uh, stadium, but another road game against a top seven. If you're keeping track, that would make four of the top seven that you're going to play on the road. The other fifth in the top seven or is, of course, number one overall, who you will play. The only one that you miss out of the top seven are the Cincinnati Bengals. Number eight, the Dallas Cowboys, who they will play as well. Now, they do get this one at SoFi Stadium, so you get a little bit of a home game against the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, now we're getting close to the top ten. They don't, No way they play number nine, right? Wrong. Not only do they play number nine, they play number nine 
twice because it's a division opponent. The San Francisco 49ers are ranked number nine in ESPN's power rankings. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens are number 10. They will not play the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So they play the bills. They play Tampa. They play the Kansas city chiefs, the green Bay Packers. They do not play the Cincinnati Bengals, the chargers, the Cowboys, and the San Francisco 49ers twice of the top 10 in ESPN's power rankings. And keep in mind, there's only really nine because we're talking about a top nine because the Rams are one of those teams. They can't play themselves. So out of the top nine, do you know how many times they play those teams? Nine times. The only team that they don't play are the Cincinnati Bengals, but they get that ninth game because they play San Francisco twice. And you're thinking, okay, well, once they get out of the top 10, then they're going to have a bunch of teams down in the, the high 20s and 30s. Wrong. They play number 12, Denver. They play number 13, Vegas. They play number 16, Philadelphia. Okay, it is just a monster. I'm trying to find who the lowest ranked team is here. I know it's probably down here nice. Okay, so they play. They do play number 31 and 32. That's good news. They play Atlanta, who's 31, and Carolina, who is 32. The point of this, though, is to point out, not that they don't have a couple of cupcakes along the way they do, but if you look at it, you look at those teams that they're playing, right? Let's go over one more time because it's that remarkable. You go over who they have. They're going to play the number one team in Buffalo. They're going to play the number three team in Tampa, the number four team in Green Bay, the number five team. I need to go back. I've already forgotten who five is. Hold on. Stick with me. Number five team is at Denver's 12. They play them too. Excuse me. The five is the Packers. Four is Kansas City. Seven, of course, is the Los Angeles Chargers. Eight of the Cowboys. And then twice against the San Francisco 49ers. Let, that's, that's nine games. Let's say you go six and three. Okay. You could easily go five and four. You could easily go four and five too, right? Don't like to say that part too loudly, but let's just say you split them five and four. Let's say five and four. That's nine. You've got eight games left against some teams that are some pretty good teams, right? Denver, Vegas, Philadelphia. These are teams that you have to play. Let's say of your remaining eight games, you win six. So six plus your previous, that's 11. That's if everything kind of breaks your way. That's if you win all six of the air quotes, very winnable games. They won't. They'll lose one for sure. Maybe two. It's, just, it's the NFL. It happens all the time. Good luck with that schedule. I was asking uh, somebody on my radio show the other day, if you could look at that Rams schedule, know what's coming up, and you could just sign up for 11 wins right now, would you take it? I think I would. Because while 13 or 12 wins is not totally out of the question, neither is nine, neither is 10. And and nine may or may not get you in the playoffs. Ten probably does, but nine is that weird spot, and, and ten probably does, right? Not necessarily. I think 11, something really weird would have to happen for an 11-win team not to make a playoff field that has seven available spots. I don't think that's how it would go, but I think the Rams are going to be really good. I think the Rams have a lot of good players. I think that they have a lot of things that they want to get done this year, but this is not one of those oh, they can just kind of go through the motions and there's 10 wins. There is a scenario that exists where some of these games don't go the way that they want them, and now all of a sudden you're going into that last part of the season against some very good teams, a lot of them on national television, and you are in a fight for a playoff spot, a division title, hopefully not a playoff berth, but it's not totally out of the realm of possibility, is it? Pretty remarkable schedule that the NFL had them with. And look, no complaints. That's the way it goes. When you are the defending Super Bowl champion, you're going to have a whole bunch of things thrown your way, and the number one thing that's thrown their way right now is that unbelievable schedule. Okay, coming up next, 
I want to talk about Sean McVay clarifying his early retirement talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. But not before we talk about Built Bars, right? Um, do you like uh, birthday cake frosting and all that good stuff that comes along with the birthday? I mean, that, that's good, right? Who doesn't like birthday cake, right? And then imagine you could have all of the wonderful flavors of birthday cake, only it's 150 calories and just 16 grams of protein. So I got a box of Built Bars the other day delivered to the house. And my kids saw the birthday cake puffs and they went nuts for them. Like, oh, what? why can't I eat? I'm like, well, you can't eat. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead and knock yourself out. But they're eating it because they thought it just tastes that unbelievably awesome. What they didn't realize is they were eating something that's really, really good for them. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and 9 grams of sugar, this limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day good choices you know there's so many bad choices out there make some good choices with built bar go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 try those birthday cake puffs right now and you get 15 percent off of your order one more time go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 and you will get 15 percent off your order promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com Okay, so we spent some time talking about this last week with Tom Brady's monster deal with Fox, $37.5 million bucks a year, 10 years long, $375 million. Um, I mentioned here on the pod that I think that the Rams got a little lucky by the, the timing of the whole thing because Sean McVay, towards the end of the playoff run, was talking about what he may like to do when he's done coaching football. He was on with Rich Eisen. Um, Rich, good interview with Sean McVay. He's in a couple of your things today. And he said this when asked about the possibility of doing TV, early retirement, all of this. And Sean McVay's uh, response was, if you look at the entirety of what I say, the question was asked if I was going to be a lifer in coaching. And then I elaborated on, I don't know if I see myself doing this until I'm 70 or so because I feel like I'm 36 going on 80 some days. I sure love it, but how long I'll do it, I don't know. He went on to say, at some point down the line, there's other interests you might potentially have. If I was to put a timeline on it, I am nowhere close to not wanting to coach football. Okay, I believe him. I believe that he's telling the truth when he says those things. I think that Sean McVay, first of all, Sean McVay might be a lifer. Sean McVay might be one of those guys that, you know, fast forward, what would 40 years from now be? It would be the year 2062, right? Okay, so we're doing Locked on Rams in the year 2062, and we're putting up some videos of Sean McVay in, right after he won a Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh, look at how young Sean McVay. Can you believe that 68-year-old Sean McVay used to look like this when he first got started? And it doesn't seem far-fetched, right? There are some guys that are so good at this, and they just decide, this is my lot in life. This is this is my passion. This is what I like to do. I want to set records. I want to win more Super Bowls than any other piece. I want to go do it some way, whatever it might be. I think Sean McVay might be one of those guys because he's that good at it. I really, truly believe that. That being said, anytime somebody says, you know, yeah, I, I think about what I might do when I'm done here, you better listen. Because while I don't think he's getting ready to walk out the door, and, and everybody says, oh, he's so young. He's, you know, why would he leave? Why would he do this? Well, it kind of cuts both ways, right? Because the argument, well, he's just getting started is true. This is true also, which is, he could leave for 10 years, go take $200 million from somebody, Fox, ESPN, Amazon, Apple, whoever decides to get into the game at any given point, and then come back. He's 46 years old. A lot of the, and he would be coming back a 46 year old guy, wealthy beyond his wildest dreams, and be able to pick whatever situation might be available at the time. Now, you could argue maybe there's not a better situation than the Rams. Maybe there won't be. Maybe not. But, 
He could be pretty tactical about what he wanted to do, where he wanted to live. He would be 46 years old. Guys that are guys don't get their first head coaching job a lot of times, so they're 46 years. The only reason we're getting wave after wave of, of Zach Taylors and, and LaFleurs and, and all of these other guys is because Sean McVay was so good at this. He couldn't walk away and, and go do this for a little while and then come back that he's thinking about those things. Like he said, I don't think he seriously thought, hey, I'm going to go work for Amazon for a while and then come back and I'll coach football later. I don't think the money was quite there, but it is now. It is now. When you look at the money that's out there with Tom Brady, look, I get it. There's no guarantee any of these guys will be good. We just saw it. Drew Brees just got canned by NBC reportedly, right? And by the way, he should have. He was lousy at it. There are a lot of guys that are probably pretty good at this. He wasn't one. Let's move him down the road and go to the next guy. That's fine. It's, it's life. Um, I think Sean McVay would be good at it. And I don't know if he gets $37 million like Tom Brady. I'd be stunned if he did. But what if you split the difference? If, if Tony Romo gets 20 and Tom Brady gets 37, I don't know, split it in half and call it, I don't know, 28, 29? Yeah, let's go give it a shot. It's a, it's a real thing. And, and I think we're going to see it play out over the next days, weeks, and months, uh, maybe even years. But it's definitely going to play out. The money is too big. There are too many. So whenever you hear somebody mention, hey, you know, when I'm all said and done, you know who starts talking about like that? Guys that are thinking about when it's all said and done. And maybe it's not done. That's the random part. Go do it for 10. If you and I had a retirement job, you think, okay, I'll go do it for 10 years. Then I'm going to go sit on a beach somewhere. That'd be nice. I don't think any of us are going to get to do that, but we'll see. Imagine going to have enough money to go do whatever you want and then being 46 years old and saying, well, now what do I want to do? want to coach this team that team want to go back to the ring who who knows what it might look like at that point the point is he has those options and when he says things like that you say i believe i'm you know i don't know if i'm a lifer or not you know at some point down the line i don't know if i want to be doing this when i'm 70 pay attention somebody's going to hear that apple amazon espn cbs fox nbc whoever might get the tv deal a year from now five years from now 10 years from now somebody's gonna you know we're gonna give him so much money he can't say no telling you it's not out of the realm of possibility all right that's going to do it for this issue that i should say this edition of locked on rams this is not a magazine this is a podcast so we don't have issues we have editions and we have episodes of locked on rams but as always thanks for making us your first listen every single day now make your second listen of the day locked on nfl the schedule Maybe dark, but NFL football, it never stops, and neither does Locked on NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked on NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no offseason for real fans, so make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up on tomorrow's pod, I want to talk about some potential pitfalls that may be laying out there for the Rams in their Super Bowl defense. Until then, whose house? It's locked on Rams house.